Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to The Shit Show. Okay, we're going to try really hard not to move, mouth breathe, or talk over each other. So it's going to be a silent episode. <laughs> Prank. All right, we're taking it from the top. And I, and I think Nick was just about to start the episode. Go. Kia ora, Itifano. Welcome to the shit show. Oh, It's your boy Squish. It's your boy Squish out here. It's your girl Lucy out here. It sounds like we've had a few drinks for the end of the year, but would you believe? Sober as a bloody squirrel. Well, I've come straight from the um, the Mahi Growers barbecue, so... Oh, have you? If I said uh, I haven't had any drinks, I'd be lying. Oh, what have you had? A vino. Oh, love it. Well, everyone, Nick does mention, every time I ask him to talk about his week, even when he does really, like, crazy or unhinged things or interesting things, he always just says, yeah, I work in the winery, so it kind of makes sense that he's had some wines. But, Squish, what have you been working on this week? You know, in the lead up to Christmas, how everyone usually pushes pushes the clutch in and sort of cruises down into Christmas time. Yeah. At least here in New Zealand, that's the case. I've been complete opposite. I've been trying to. Well, I've been building out a van. He's been building it. And it's actually way harder than <laughs> I thought it was going to be. Every day I walk out there and I'm like, "No, Nick, you're actually doing so well." Or no, I go squish. How do you even know what you're doing? And he goes, "I don't. I don't." And He's got this little exercise book where he's drawn out all the plans and he sits there and they go out and I was like, so what have you done so far? And he's like, I've just sort of drawn and looked at my plans. But then I will say, he's nearly built a whole bed for the van. It's been pretty impressive. Yeah, I've done the easy bit. I've done all the straight lines. It's up to curves now. Oh, God. Man. And those curves don't lie. The curves, <laughs> the curves are really doing me. Oh, squish. But anyway. So you're ramping up at the end of the year. I yeah. too am on a book deadline. I'm feeling very ramped up for the end of the year, everyone. So I hope you're having a real stressful time. I mean, a real <laughs> relaxed time. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you guys aren't as busy as us, oh my God. then you're doing it wrong. I actually meant a relaxed time. Anyway, hopefully you'll have a more relaxed time after listening to this episode because it's a very chill end of year wrap. We're talking about the shit show that was 2023. We're going to bring you our favourite weirdest things. We're going to bring you some updates on the news stories that we've spoken about this year. And then at the end, we're going to we're going to give you a little bit of uh, insight into what to expect from the shit show next year, which, spoiler alert, huge things. I'm interested to hear those myself because I'm <laughs> exactly sure what they are. I mean, this is this is the beautiful work of Ruby, as per usual, being like, hey, do some goddamn housekeeping, will you? Let them know that 2024 is going to be great. So she's written us a list. Am I getting fired again? This um, no, actually, 2024, the year Nick doesn't get fired. 2024, the year the shit show goes viral. 
So, Squish, let's kick it off for the 2023 wrap. What was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this year? It may not be the weirdest thing I've seen, but my favourite thing yes. that was on the internet this year. Even better? Um, it was the Boston cop slide. Oh, the cop fucking ping pong balling down the... Yeah, flying out the slide at about a million miles an hour. Did we ever find out why the cop went down the slide? Uh, I don't... I'm sure there is a, a deep dive somewhere on the internet about why the oh. cop went down the slide. Do you know what? You're not going to get it on this podcast. Yeah, look, I'd prefer to, to live in the... Um... He was pushed. <laughs> and he be... was pushed camp. Yeah, that would be funny. Um, and again, you might not know. Do we know if he was okay? Yeah, he was. He was fine. Oh, yeah. He was um, minor cuts and bruises. Oh, like but whatever. And you know what? Cops bounce back. They do bad things. They get rehired. They bounce back. Whatever the injuries were, it was worth it for the for the uh, meme for the meme. Lucy, <laughs> what was the uh, the best thing that you saw on the internet this year? Again, not the best, but one of the most interesting, weird stories we talked about on the shit show this year was, do you remember when that guy faked his own death and then showed up to his funeral in the helicopter to teach his family a lesson? I reckon that, and didn't he do it for like social media clout as well? a, A TikTok influencer, maybe? And one of his daughters was like, she posted on social media, rest in peace, daddy. I will never stop thinking oh about God. you. Okay, so what that, a horrible thing to do to your kids. Can I, can I also mention the runner-up that I was going to say that yeah. we talked about the other day? Yeah. Um, do you remember when the person orgasmed during the orchestra and it went viral? <laughs> Two really different things. Two yeah. really different things. Um, both really weird and both kind of not on the internet because we're not that good at sticking to the weirdest thing on the internet rule but anyway i think i think they were two really good stories that we covered this year three the fact, the fact that the guy showed up to his own funeral in a helicopter i know is the bit that gets me i know me too um and now we have some stories to give you all updates on because it's been a long year a lot's gone on and we always say we're going to update you we very rarely ever do so we're going to do it now Nick, you remember the story of the mushroom killer lady in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone that doesn't remember, uh, this woman, Erin Patterson, she had lunch with her in-laws, and then after that lunch, they mysteriously dropped dead. Um, So Erin, she got arrested. Um, She's the woman at the centre of the centre of the crime, the centre of what went down there, and she's actually been charged with Three counts of murder, Squish. Three counts of murder and five counts of attempted murder. So Oh, shit. So, and for anyone that doesn't remember, she allegedly went foraging for some mushrooms to put in the meals. Do we remember what the meal was? No, no in my head, I want to say risotto, but I, I don't know. I was going to say risotto too. I don't know because I love mushroom risotto, mm. but I won't be getting any from Erin. It'll be a little bit... Suspicious. A little bit suspicious and a little bit... I mean, she was a bit mischievous going out there doing a little forage and then popping them in. Anyway, so that's the update on the mushroom killer. Squish, another story from Australia that I absolutely fucking loved this year... Those damn Aussies. ...was methamphetamine rules. Oh, yes. Does this mean anything to you? Yeah, yeah. It's the baby. Um, the, the, the baby of a journalist yes. who... Was trying to investigate if... You could name your kids anything in Australia. Yeah, right. So, turns out, yes. Bless her soul. 
uh, she named her child methamphetamine rules. And the update is he's no longer called methamphetamine rules. He has a new birth certificate, she said, with his real name on it. She also said on the Project Australia, he will not have to for the rest of his life answer, have you ever been known by any other name? Why not, is my question. Because his name was legally methamphetamine rules. It had I to know, be registered. I guess he's been printed out a new birth certificate. Oh, they, yeah. They run another copy through the RICO. He's... Um, but they don't actually say what the new name is. They don't. And good on them for privacy after having their first uh, shot at privacy. Well, actually, she exploited her kid as soon as he came out. Methamphetamine rules. He was everywhere. He was an investigative journalism quest. Um, but I liked this part of the project. The host, Sarah Harris, asked if the journalist would be taking methamphetamines to any parties this Christmas, to which the mother responded, no, baby meth is going to have a quiet Christmas at home this year. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder if the nickname is going to stick, like baby meth, methy. Methy. Oh, you know what? I reckon this, if, if you're pregnant in Australia right now, you know this is your sign to name your kid methamphetamine because you know it's legal. You know it's going to get accepted. <laughs> I mean, there's now, things that are legal and there's things that are good ideas. <laughs> and these two should really be neither. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, Squish, the next update we have is actually a, a positive update. Um, the Hollywood writers' strike that we spoke about a few times. Uh, actually, we gave a big update to this previously, but... Just that the strike is over. The strike's done. We're going to be um, inundated with new films and TV shows and no more reality TV. Probably in, like, 2025. I reckon there'll be, like, you know, that period. But they stopped releasing things that were already finished because of the strike, right? But I haven't been seeing a lot of... Was Wonka one of those things? I don't know. No, I don't know, but I really do want to see Wonka. I do have to say, I think I said Hollywood writers strike, writers and actors strike, I'll have you all know. Mm. Uh, another piece of good news, the US TikTok ban did not happen. Remember when we were talking about the TikTok ban earlier this year? It was like a year? very long time ago, that. I know. Um, some not so good news, Squish. You remember we spoke earlier in the year about the kid who shot his teacher, yeah. Um. So the six-year-old boy shot his teacher in Virginia. His mother, who is 26, has been sentenced to 21 months in prison on a drug charge linked to the gun used in the attack. So she has pleaded guilty uh, to using cannabis while owning a firearm. She still faces sentencing on a state charge of felony child neglect for letting the child access the gun in her care. Yeah, interesting charges. Like Yeah, I know. They're kind of tangential to the actual crime. Well, I was going to say, you know how sometimes you have to get people on technicalities to be able to charge them? Or not even technicalities, but 
a bit of a round of because yeah. I guess they can't charge the child, so they need to find grounds to charge well, them. Up. Yeah, no, it's hard to say it was the child's fault. Mm. But the teacher, um, I think her name was Abby Zwerner, is suing for forty million dollars. Um, she was the one that got shot, so fair enough. And yeah, she's yeah. recovered, everyone, or she's that's another update to this. She's not in hospital, so hopefully she gets at least some money for her huge troubles. Yeah, get the bag, Mr. Werner. Yeah. We do have a few wars to update us on. So at the start of 2022, we saw Russia invade Ukraine, mm-hmm. and we spoke about it for the entirety of 2022, and now we have... Oh, actually, I will say the world has gone a bit conflict fatigued, which is always a shame when this happens, but we can't deny that it definitely happened this year. Um, it's continued to wage on this war. There's still no end in sight for either Russia or Ukraine. The year did start, 2023 did start with uh, Putin proclaiming a ceasefire, uh, but a, but Ukraine never actually agreed to that in the first place. And then both sides accused each other of violating it anyway. And then in March, Squish, the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for Putin for alleged war crimes, which involved uh, accusations that Russia has forcibly taken Ukrainian children. So, Squish, you won't be surprised to know that some Republicans are getting a little bit apathetic towards all of this and are actually turning against President Biden now um, because he's continuing to provide arms and ammunition to Ukraine, Republicans are being like, why are we still doing this? I guess they've got the shiny new conflict to look at now. Exactly. And speaking of, we have seen this year, obviously, a fucking horrific year for Gaza, who the Palestinian people have been facing hardships for an incredibly long time. It has reached peak crisis for them. Yeah. Um, at least 19,000 people have been killed in Gaza and squish about 53,000 people have been wounded since this latest iteration of the attack begun. That's according to the Gaza um, Gaza Health Ministry. This obviously comes after about 1,200 people were killed in Israel in the October 7th Hamas attack. Um, but squish, what we're seeing, the update that we can give now is that the international community is increasingly turning against Israel's ongoing onslaught over there. So I think there was a call for a ceasefire in the UN and earlier in the year, I think 120 or 121 countries voted for a ceasefire and then they've just recently had another vote and even though it still got vetoed by the US, uh, 153 countries were like... So, the, I mean, we've seen it. The vibe is changing. The eyes are open to what's happening to the Palestinian people. Um, however, we still don't have any any type of meaningful or positive update we can bring to that because it's still just horrific. We will continue to bring coverage on it next year, is what I can say out of all of this. Squish, I need to ask you about a story that you brought to Weirdest Thing this year, mm-hmm. which was... Kid Rock shooting a Bud Light beer. You told me there was an update to this when I jokingly read it out. Yeah, yeah. As we were going through a couple of the weirdest things, trying to pick uh, what we were going to bring for our weirdest thing online, uh, Kid Rock shooting the case of um, Bud Light in protest came up. 
Well, he's back on the buds. Oh. Yes. So not a long boycott for him. Yeah. So initially he shot the Bud Lights because of the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing. Uh, he was shooting cases of Bud Light with a machine gun and yelled, fuck Bud Light. Um, he's back on the buds. He's uh, announced that the boycott is over. He, he sort of said he didn't want to completely drown Bud Light. You just want to give him a warning. So. Oh, and and I hope this means he also um, has apologised to Dylan Mulvaney, um, is pro-trans rights now, and he can enjoy his beer in peace. No, I think he just wanted to drink Bud Light again. Uh, I mean, yep. Yeah. I think so too, but a girl can dream. I love Dylan Mulvaney. Just as a PSA, that's an update. Dylan Mulvaney won Woman of the Year for, I can't remember what magazine it was for, but we talked about it on Culture Vulture. So that's a positive update to this story is Kid Rock had to eat his words and Dylan Mulvaney slayed in spite of the Bud Light situation. Squish, I think that might be all the updates we have for stories that we've covered this year. Um, but I will say, a look at the shit show in 2024 I think it's going to be quite an interesting one for us to document because do you know what we've got going on? We've got an election coming up. We've got a goddamn American election. A big one. We've got a big one. So I remember when Rubes and I, I think it was 2020, were doing the shit show. We, it was quite fun. I mean, scary, but quite fun to look through the two main people and compare them on the podcast also, you all seem to love that and it got a lot of listens. So, I mean, we might be seeing a bit of a Trump renaissance, which freaks me the fuck out. But we do have some very good episodes on him if you want to listen to why you shouldn't vote for him. But Squish, do you think we're in for a, a bit of a difficult election? We're in for a JB versus DT re- rematch. Really? Is it going to be Donald Trump? I think so. It looks like it. But just today, Colorado have uh, their Supreme Court have blocked him from being on the ballot for the oh. 2024 election, but old Teflon Don's got a way of sliding out of these things. He so does. The man can be indicted a few times and still yeah, continue. Yeah, he's got charges coming out of the wazoo, but he's still walking around. So, so remains to be seen what happens on that front. We've also got, uh, as you said before, ongoing updates on the Palestine invasion. Yeah, we will continue to keep you informed and as we've said so many times before and as I like to reiterate because it's always in our Instagram comments we prefer to do that in mediums like on the podcast because you can actually hear like nuance or you can actually hear how we feel about things um so do keep coming to the podcast for updates or in the newsletter uh we've also got AI that's been a massive thing um that's been developing throughout the year. I love that you said at the start, I've got no idea what we're up to for 2024. And it's like, actually, you do, because AI was huge this year. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, weirdly, it's something I feel kind of optimistic about. Like, Yeah, this time last year, I was feeling really pessimistic. Yeah. Like, it's going to take all the jobs, blah, 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 blah. But now I can see it's sort of starting to integrate itself into workflows a little bit more. And I think we really enjoyed covering the Sam Altman story and watching him try to get pushed out and then sort of come back and seeing how many of the open AI people loved him. It sort of, I got a new respect for him. I was like, you are really getting pushed around Loki for being a bit of a genius. He's not the only player in the AI industry, though. There's going to be some big, 
big updates coming through this year, I feel like we've only really scratched the surface. Scratched the surface. Only the beginning of AI. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm actually interested to keep learning about that. And then, of course, the biggest update for 2024 is Shit You Should Care About will be releasing a book. And you'll be hearing all about the book and you'll be actually able to read it instead of just hearing me blab on about being stressed in the lead up to Christmas writing it. But... It's it's not going to be about the news, I promise. It'll be a nice sort of break from the news for you all. But hopefully it gives you a bit more insight into why and how Siska came about and why the shit show exists and... Why Lucy is how she is. Why I am how I am and how we can make this all make sense. That's the name of the book. You can pre-order that below. But other than that, Squish... Another great year on the mic. Another great year on the mic. We've got the Cisco Christmas party on Saturday. We Looking do. forward to that. And then it's uh, tools down for the year, I think. Tools down for the year. Nick's not going to get fired next year. The shit show is going to be better than ever because we've got a presidential election coming up. And with that... We'll see you on the other side. Happy New Year, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.